we're going to talk a lot of different stuff today. So, Bills Bengal Showdown. That's hopefully going to be a heck of a game. We talk about quarterbacks that can't seem to take the news that somebody else is going to get the start and nod. And, hey, maybe you'll need to hang around and be good teammates. No, they don't seem to can do that in Atlanta and Vegas. We also, we go a story from 1999 in Alaska that is one of the most horrifying things that could happen to a child. A 17-year-old young man is gone forever. We know exactly what happened to him, but he'll never be seen again. Zero closure to ever saying goodbye to him. It's a very, very horrifying, unique story. Stick around for that. We start talking about the fact that we're not the only creatures here on Earth. And if we think we are, it's a legal, little egotistical, I'm going to tell you. Anyway, we bounce around quite a bit today. However, New Year's is coming up. Bill's bingo this Monday night. A lot to get into in this room full of God family country. You know what time it is. Quiet, please. It is time to listen. A sexy and hysterical genius is about to speak. This is unwavering. Toxic masculinity from the dude's den. My brother. How you doing? I don't know. I don't know. I've, I've, I've got a lot I want to talk to you about because a lot of happened today but i do want to start it off by saying before we get going um that we are very happy you're joining us and we i did notice that our download numbers have went up okay like so i I kind of started looking at analytics today like okay what can we do and we're not even really promoting anything right now The, the the point is is I wanted to get to back to where you and I were doing it regularly, weekly, and then start. And then promote. Like, like really, 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 really putting it out there. Yeah. And then people can go and listen to the stuff I do solo and then you and me, et cetera. But it's a lot for me, like trying, because obviously you and I are, are you know, best friends. Um, but it's building a rapport via a microphone. It's a little bit different than building one just sitting there watching football. Well, I feel like we're practicing here. This is our practice. Kind of, kind of, yeah. Kind of, kind of, kind of exactly what we're doing. This isn't natural for me, so it's... Yeah, it's just different, right? But obviously, like anything else, I think the more you do it, the more it just becomes eventually, like I've noticed from the first time or two we did it, what you sound like to now, it's beginning to sound so much more natural to me. Oh, I mean, it's getting there. It's just right. I'm improving, guys. Well, and it's also... We it, we have this something in our head tells us, oh my God, I'm speaking into a mic. It's I don't care who you are, you automatically think a bunch of people are listening right now. Yeah, it it, it and it does. It God, I hate that. I hate that <laughs> feeling. So like in the morning, I'll go do like actual live radio. Yeah, and having to remember now people are listening. You're doing that tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow morning. It, it's going to be with Fox. Uh, okay. on, on the morning show okay so we're gonna do a new segment uh that's like every thursday morning it'll be like maybe two segments like 30 minutes and we'll do like 
Kevo's lock of the week, and then we'll do some strange, unique story. What, what um, time are you going to be on? 7.30. Okay. Yeah. I won't be up. I was figured I was going to say, I, I was, mean, I was saying, unless I was, there was an emergency, yeah. you know, AC heat job. Yeah. You're probably not gonna be up that early, because no. even when you work every day, y'all y'all are the y'all are like nine ten o'clock starters. We are but there's nothing starters. wrong with that. I mean, the, you know, nothing wrong with that. It, to me, I don't care how you put in a day's work. I mean, if you want to put in a day's work from noon to eight, that, what does what does it matter? Well, you know, him being sick, uh, I, I, I got to take it. We got to go a little slow. Well, and he's got bad wheels. Bad wheels. Yep. Yeah, we mean knees, people, not actual <laughs> tires. But yeah, All right. So. <clears throat> So many things I want to get to, but um, I, I, I want to steal a line from you. You said earlier, and I swear to you, I was thinking the same thing, but I was probably going to, I was trying to figure out a way to say it. But when you said that, I thought to myself, that's exactly, that's exactly what I'm going to say. Cause that's what I was thinking. And it looks to me like this week that we have some people that can't take constructive criticism. And all of a sudden, NFL quarterbacks are acting like bitches. Bitches. And when I say that, I don't mean ladies, okay? Because that's no. not what I refer to to um, to women as. I have a wife. I have daughters. Joe has a wife who's like like my second wife. I mean, no, we don't talk that way to women. We're just saying they're looking very weak, and 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 they look exactly like titty babies. Yeah. They're all up in their fields, all as, up, as, as the kids would say. They're that's all it. Up in their fields. Can you imagine a time when somebody went to Kenny the Snake Stabler and said, "Hey, we're going to sit you," and he just, you know what? I'm leaving that and let like what? <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure he pulls the six pack he had hidden around the bench. Right, pulls out a, a, a stack of cigarettes and just starts. He just starts smoking. on the sideline, but yeah. was ready. Yeah, with a like, helmet. Good luck with that. With a helmet ready and would put a cigarette out and go play if he needed. I guarantee oh, you yeah. was. You, you oh, know. Yeah. So the the of of the stories of the day, I guess, let's let's take this one first. So I'm gonna light a cigar while you answer. A fat bottom Betty brought to you by our friends at Deadwood Tobacco. <laughs> Man, y'all make a good product. Um but the one that that intrigues me the most. Derek Carr was in a playoff game last year. He was on the 14-yard line with six seconds left and could have tied that wild card game up. And it was a great play by Jermaine Pratt to give the Bengals that first playoff win in 32 years. Yes. He was – Derek Carr had a great year last year. I, don't, what, what, I know a new coach. What do you think is happening? Well, that's what I was asking. What are the subtractions to that team? Like, because I didn't see any subtractions. I just saw them add, arguably, the best wide receiver in the NFL. That's my other issue, To Joel. his team. Aaron Rodgers lost Devontae Adams. And you lost him. You pair that with one of the most bruising, underrated backs with Josh Jacobs. 100%. Extremely what, underrated. How are they not winning? All right. So, that's my question to you. Is it is Carr just overrated? Is the system just a very is it a Brady style very? Uh, let me be careful. I say this: is it a a hard to learn verbiage communication? Like is it a 
educated, quote unquote, quarterback system or what is it? Maybe, but has anybody been able to successfully run his offense except Tom Brady? You remember the year we, we talked about it before the, sh- the show. You said, I was, uh, we talked about something in 2007, and I was like, yeah, because 2008 was the year he got hurt. And you, you joke, best year of my life, because you didn't have to fool with him that year as a Bills fan. Yes. Matt Castle went 11 and 5 and didn't make playoffs. Could, could we be looking at maybe the best offensive coordinator player that we've ever seen in the NFL? Maybe maybe it's Brady, but now he can't even function in his own complicated offense. Well, so since we are, since we've kind of went two ways, yeah. number one, no, no, but I mean, that's no one. I just think Father Tom's called up to Brady. I just think that I, now, granted, he went through and look, I, I can't imagine going through a divorce and people just. I love the way people just assume because he's got money, he's this, this is easy. That's bullshit. Going through a divorce, like, I can't imagine how tough that is. You have children, you love the one. I mean, this, that, he's a human being, too. But that being said, Father Time's just caught up with him. I mean, I just believe that's it. I, it just He just can't make throws he used to make. He can't get out of his own way like he used to. I mean, he's never been a real fast guy anyway. Well, the receivers don't seem to be on the same page a lot of the games. Okay, right. And I, but and to me, I feel like maybe that's a timing issue. His, like his three-step drop is slower. His five-step drop is slower. Everything is slower. And that team isn't built to what he does best. He, he hits tight ends. He hit slot receivers. It's over a the very Dinkin. It can be a like a deadly Dinkin. And I don't mean that as in vanilla. I mean, but that's not what Tampa's wide receivers that's what, are made right. for. Uh, to your point, I'm saying right. Like it can be a very deadly. You know, Joe Montana. Obviously, he had he could make all the throws. He didn't have that big arm. He didn't have no no cannon, but he could eight. 12-yard you precisely to death. Like the Greg Maddox of football, if you will. Like yeah. pr- placement was everything. And I don't think – and, and I, I don't think Tampa's built that way. Now, I'm also one that feels like – I don't know. I'll just say it. I don't feel like Todd Bowles is the right fit for, for the that NFL. Team. For that team. Right, right. I for think the NFL. well, I just think he's a great again, he's a great number two. He's a coordinator. He is a fantastic number two. We've seen it. Yeah. But it doesn't always mean you're gonna make a great number one. No. And and so, but most of it I feel like we could I don't want to say blame, but Father Tom just catches up to all of us, and I think it has Brady. I just feel like it has. Some people are very happy to see that, obviously. I was happy to see that this year because we played him. And and something else I realized during those games was Saints fans talked a lot about the calls he got. You know, even as a Bills fan, you talked about it. Like, over the years, like, he gets calls that we still don't get. Yeah, I saw it firsthand, and it was like, there's truth to this. Like, it's not. He gets just bailed like, out a lot. It, it really was. I was. I was. And I, we played one game, four quarters. Not eight quarters a year. Not having to deal with that shit twice a year like you did, like Saints fans do, it was it was eye opening. I admit it, like one hundred percent. Did you find your time as a Bills fan as you've always been? Did you find that happen with Brady 
like all the damn time. Yes, it, it, if he made an errant throw, it was always pass interference. If you if you brushed his arm in the backfield, it's roughing the passer. I mean, it, it it always seemed like they were able to extend drives off of penalties. Right, like penalties that normally that that call's not called. Like that, who's calling that roughing the passer all the yeah, time? Yeah, I mean, the, the, their team has been you know would 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 play physical the whole game. I mean, we we had we had one time where Gronk uh, dropped an elbow on our DB. We got no call, nothing. He should have been ejected. Right. There was nothing done. Yeah, and 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 I saw the other day. Like I get some of the like I get some of the noticeable. Why didn't like what? Why are we calling that a penalty? Why are we? I mean, even the other day when Hendrickson touched him. I mean, I watched him get up. You know, like he didn't really push him. But Brady gets up asking for a foul, a flag, and it was why would why would that ever be a flag? But the fact that most of the time I'm told he gets it. Well, I don't think Brady's ever been sacked and didn't ask for a flag. Yeah, he, so you're saying he's he's notorious for if he's sacked, he wants a flag. And, and now and now the funny thing is New England has turned that on Josh Allen. They say he gets up and whines about every every hit he takes. But if Josh Allen takes a hit and he goes down, that's a pretty big collision. Yeah, it is a it is a yeah. He's he's linebacker size. He's very, but I don't put a lot of stock into what. No offense. I, yeah, I don't put a lot of stock into what New England fans say right I mean, now. Anyway, they're very bitter, and I get it. I used to I get watch. It. I used to watch Cam in that same offense not get the calls that Brady got. Yeah, the exact same team. You know, getting hit the same way. Right. And and Cam never got calls like that. Do do you feel? And I'll get. We want to get back to Derek Carr, but do yeah. you, do you feel that it's just different? Because fact of the matter is, when there's a first ballot Hall of Famer on the field behind center, I think so. you think refs are just going to look at them different, no matter who it is, or is it just him? But it, it it's. I think it started before that. I mean, he didn't get those calls the first couple of years, and you know, but but the rules changed. The Brady rules, you know, right. started coming into effect. And once the Brady rules started, I think, well, I mean, the rules are written for him, so let's protect, let's protect the namesake. Got it. So, uh, uh, this story, real quick, it made me think of this was the first year Burrow was in the league. They played Philadelphia, and I can't remember who it was. I was going to Google it, but I cannot talk and Google at the same time. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to wait until you start talking <laughs> to Google this. But um, but so he took a hit from somebody, and 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 the DB that hit him or safety, whoever it was, said. I mean, he said in an interview, he said he was a step out of bounds. Like I probably shouldn't have, but it was so questionable when I did it as to would I get the flag or you know would I get a flag thrown on me or not. So he did it, and he said there was no flag throw, and he said I expected a rookie quarterback to get up. And complain. And he said, he was floored. He said, Burrow got up and was running away and looked at him and said, good hit. When I'm the GOAT, I'll get that call. And he said, it just kind of like, whoa. 
He's start, that's how he's I appreciate start, it. He's starting to get those calls. Right. It, well, yeah, yeah. I They're mean, starting to respect we're, him a lot. Well, both, well, but we've got two quarterbacks that, that – They're the face. Knock on – they're the future. All right, I want to get to that. I want to get to that, but I want to go back to remind Derek me Carr. in a minute. Derek Carr. Yeah, I want to get back to Derek Carr, but remind me about that in a second. So, I don't know what it is with Derek. Like the guy was literally a. I mean, Pratt made a hell of a play. That fine. He was a few seconds from tying up that AFC wild card game, and 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 maybe going into overtime and winning. Who knows? I I don't trust. I don't trust. The coach, who used to be, you know, the coordinator, um, and he's not Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels. He's not. He's not worked out. He didn't work out coach. in Denver. Didn't work out in Denver. And that's. I think you'll agree. That's not to say he won't work out here, but no. But I, there was a talent deficit in Denver. There was there was a, a quarterback issue. Right. They, they did not have a competent quarterback. Well, yeah, that was the year Tebow and all that. Yeah, he stepped into a uh, honest to God. I don't even know why you would change much. You're saying he stepped into a situation where it's like, hey, you've got a you got a hell of a base here, and they kind of were running that this a similar offense where you know remember they dunk over to Renfro, they run the ball. Yeah, Renfro somebody we didn't talk about when we talked about the weapons on that team. Waller. Waller, Waller Renfro, now Jacobs. You, now you add the – Devontae Adams, arguably one of the best two or three receivers in football. And and now all of a sudden he's not capable of quarterback? But but it's we see it, though. Like there was an out route they were talking about the other day where or, or against the, the New England game that a receiver's wide open in car – they were joking, saying the only person who could have caught that ball was Bill Belichick. Like, that's who he threw to. It was just a – like, so, again, I don't know what it is, obviously. It's easy for us to sit here and judge people. We don't know what the fuck we're doing. But but what is it? Like, it's puzzling. I, I would love a tell-all interview. I would I would love him to call Callan Carher next week and just air, air the grievance. Because you're not going to be back – if he's back – you're you're not coming back. Well, well, they can release him, but if he gets hurt, that, uh, I believe it was Pat McAfee's show. I, I obviously give credit to that. They were talking to somebody earlier, like they're not going to play him no more. And this was before we knew earlier that he had stepped away from the Raiders. But if you play him and he gets hurt, then you have to pay him a a a buyout this year or something. But but right now. They could release him and save themselves like five, seven million dollars. Well, I, I also feel that McDaniel has, and he's shown this. He showed this early in the season to shit on players. You know what I'm saying? He treated Josh Jacobs like a rookie. Mm-hmm. He played that man in the preseason heavily, and I. I I don't think that the the team really remember they were talking about trades. Yeah, I do remember that now. He was going to be traded, and then all of a sudden they start playing him in the preseason. Even if your running back comes to you and go play me more in the preseason, you go you no, 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 we're not going to do that, man. Okay. We know you can do it. Let's. And he's been nothing but a beast. Oh, the guy, uh, as you said, the guy's extremely underrated. So it's going to be a little interesting when. Next year, when Josh is on another team, 
what what starts leaking out about what you know you're going to have a, a quarterback in a different team now is Jacobs is he is his contract up or you think I, he's going to ask for his release what do gonna, you think yeah I, I don't I think he I think his contract is coming up because that's why they were talking about trading him is because I think they only had one more year on him okay and just to think he's 24 years old yeah 24. He's he's coming into I think that's insane he's into his prime as a running back. Well, yeah, right. He's at that age where he's still. I mean, obviously, running backs. I, I've noticed. I mean, they're good for a contract, but they just seem to be so many of them come along that none of them get those big contracts anymore, that's like true. receivers or quarterbacks. That's true. So it, it's kind of it kind of sucks for them because they are such a huge part of the offense. But if you got a team that. That's the last thing they need is a big bruising back. Oh, yeah, in free agency, you know. Uh, of course, you, obviously, you know this. I'm not saying anything that, that I wouldn't say in front of you. I thought some this year, like, that was my one knock on Buffalo. Like, man, if y'all had a bruising back, like, holy shit. But then all of a sudden, you go out against Miami and put <laughs> Well, I th- like okay. Never mind on that idea. I think we thought that too, and then we drafted um, Moss, who is a big bruising back, and um, I think they realized that our run schemes aren't aren't set for that. We don't have linemen that drive the defense down the field that open those huge holes. Yeah, we ha- we have we have good success with. Scat backs, people that can shoot through, get the depth, get into the linebacker depth quickly. Yeah, just your little guy. Like your, yeah, I've always thought like a Giovanni Bernard would be so good on that offense. You know who our, our big bruising back is? Josh Allen. Oh, jo- oh well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, right. It's, it's Josh yeah, Allen. Isn't he your rushing leader this year? Yeah. And, and, and that's good, obviously, because you've got a – when I think Josh Allen, I think arm. I don't think run like when I think Vince Young, Steve McNair. Steve McNair had a good arm too. Don't get me wrong, but oh, yeah. but um, but I think of Allen as a pocket passer. There's not many that could stand in that pocket and make every throw, but also roll out, and then it becomes oh fuck, <laughs> oh shit, we got to tackle it. Like it's not yeah. D- DBs are making career decisions when they try to tackle. Yeah, and and obviously um. You know, Allen's probably getting smarter and smarter. He knows players. He knows who he's playing. And he understands which safety he's coming up on. He knows when, yeah. all right, I'm sliding. I'm not going to take the hit. I, but he also knows, you know, who he's playing. And he knows he can deliver a hit on a guy and and withstand it. This week, he better know. Yeah, he well, I, know. I mean. Because you got Vaughn Bell back there. Vaughn is who? my, as I've always said, like when he hit Juju a couple years ago. I don't know if you remember that. But um, it was not last year. Okay, so it was Burrow's first year. He had gotten hurt. Um, and well, obviously our season's done. <laughs> Even if Burrow would have played that year, we were, we were going to be a 5-11 and you know 11 team. We weren't going to be very good. But before the game, the Steelers needed to win that Monday night football game. And they clinch a playoff berth. And Juju Smith-Schuster is out on the Bengals' B at midfield before the game and he's dancing and tweeting all this and he mimics like he's going to take a shit. Von Bell did not take kindly to that. 
and that if you go Google the go Google the play later and look at the just hit just go just Google Von Bell hits Juju and holy and it was a clean hit you couldn't throw a flag but with Juju walked off that field like you could see he was Juju had a little doo doo yeah but I don't blame him you don't go to another man you don't go no. to Buffalo and and do that oh, you, you, no. what was that oh that. <laughs> Damn, that had me had me thrown off a little bit. Okay, so but you don't do that, man. That's no. that's disrespectful. Look, if 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 somebody, I don't care, Cincinnati, Kansas City, whoever, you go to Buffalo and do that. Hey, you get what you're gonna get. Don't do that shit. I think that's why they be, got be, rid of it. Yeah, they, don't be disrespectful. They got tired of the nonsense, the the TikToks and all that other. He things. was so a stealer too. I mean, just God Almighty. But um, neither here nor there. So uh, uh, I don't know what's going on with Derek Carr. But I do want to go back to the future of the NFL. So, uh, 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 Sunshine, Jacksonville. Uh, what's why am I drawing a blank? It's, Trevor Lawrence. It's Heather's favorite quarterback. Trevor Lawrence. He looks like a surfer. She loves that. Did you just say that Trevor Lawrence is Heather's favorite quarterback? Your wife. Yeah. The woman you married. Yeah. She loves the woman guy. you traded vows with. Yeah. That you're supposed to protect and love. So disappointing. I just, good. I mean, he looks like Spicoli. How how is her favorite quarterback not Josh Allen? That should always be the answer. I'm pretty sure she couldn't pick him out of a lineup. lineup. Yeah, yeah. I, I. You know what? That would be a cool segment. Let's bring her in and have the faces and have of the quarterbacks faces up and and have her guess who they are and which team they play for. No uniforms. No uniforms. Don't use neck down, well, well, chin down. Yeah, yeah. We need to do that. I'm very curious that, to see what's going to happen. We should do that with a lot of people. Yeah. Do we? Do we be honest? Do you mean women or just? I mean, I, I, I well, know I, mean, I know we, some guys that aren't going to know. We, yeah, we, we could find. Yeah, we could find some guys to come I, in. I bet Caleb Powell. If we put ten quarterbacks up, oh, he could Caleb. probably name two. That would be awesome. And I did a three. I don't know why I said two, but I did a three. Yeah, did a three. <laughs> um, but I, I bet I'm serious. I bet Caleb could only name two, maybe. If he's like, which which one do you think? I think he could probably name Burrow because because his wife loves him. Okay, um, I know he could name Cam Newton because that's his favorite player, and I'm like, why Cam? And he's just I don't know. I don't know just, if we'd have a picture of him. Well, he's is not he in the league the anymore league? right now, is he? No, is he even backing up anywhere? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. But but uh, so I feel like he could. I feel like he could name Brady. I feel like he could probably name Burrow. But again, that's just because Kayla loves Joe. But if I had to get, like, I, I don't think – I mean, maybe Mahomes. We maybe. Should, we should throw even, like, some past quarterbacks in there, like Joe Namath, Joe Montana. Yeah, like, uh, like, uh, G, uh, uh, Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. Just see what he can – Yeah, yeah see, see. We don't want to really fuck with him. Like, we're not going to throw, like, a Rich Gannon up there like to really confuse the shit out of him. No, we're not doing that. Elvis Gerback. Right, yeah, we're not doing that shit. You know what? You remember uh, – I don't know why I thought about this, but – Remember Jeff Garcia? Yeah. I do believe. He's played for every team in the NFL. And I he? still believe he had the hottest wife of any NFL quarterback I had seen up to. Holy moly. He was the original red rifle. Yeah, he was a he was a redhead, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah. Yeah. It turned gray by the time of his career. I get it. I get it. He had I mean, if if I'm on the field playing and she's my wife. Like I'm extremely worried about who's saying what to that woman. I remember him, uh, San Francisco. Yeah, like giving Dallas hell. 
He was a very, very, very good quarterback. I think he was extremely underrated. Yeah. Yeah, very mobile, obviously. Hell of an arm. Yeah, he reminds you of Steve Young. Yeah, yeah, yeah not I mean, right, not, not as polished, but yeah, but yeah. He, he, that same style. Not 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 Hall of Fame. Yeah, Steve yeah, Young. not yeah, right, right. Um, Early Steve Young. But uh, back to the the Trevor Lawrence, Heather's favorite quarterback, which is so just disappointing to say. But anyway, um, so I'm watching Pat McAfee the other day, and. Uh, you know, you can go to Pat McAfee's channel on YouTube and, and you see like little 10 or 12 minute segments of conversations they have and titles on it, you know. And it was, is Trevor Lawrence the future of the NFL? And I'm like, I don't do think you feel like he's not the future. Do I you feel like right now, but, but I, so continue to answer, but do you feel like sometimes like, do I just not have? And I don't mean Kevo. I mean, obviously, I feel that way. But you just sometimes feel, damn, we're going from Mahomes to Spicoli in sunshine, and it's like we're just going to skip Josh skip, Allen. Skip we're not even going to, yeah. Else, like, yeah. do you just feel like son of a bitch? I, I think we 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 do have a really good uh, basis. I, it almost feels like the the Jim Kelly era where we have we we really do have great base of talent and it's not saying that the other quarterbacks aren't um you know they only elevate the top people and the top people have to play to this unbelievable level now yeah um but yeah i think i think the faces i, I think we we have mahomes we have josh allen we have joe burrow and i'm not putting these in order, no 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 order. i don't think um, that I a herbert i think has has a chance to be oh absolutely and and Herbert and Spicoli. Herbert reminds me of a young Josh Allen. Like right now, you'll you'll say it. I'm not crazy. The first year or two in the league, Josh's footwork was a little off. He was erratic. Could make every throw. That's not the point. But sometimes he would overthrow, try to make throws that at the time he couldn't make. He didn't have the footwork for. I mean, now he's a damn surgeon. But well, I think the difference between Josh and Spicoli. Is Josh had wait Spicoli or Herbert? Uh, Spicoli. Okay, okay. Well, actually, actually, you could pair them both. Josh had constant, really good coaching. He 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 was constantly being coached. Yeah, good coaches. Mm-hmm. I think those two have been through the ringer of. His poor. Well, Urban Meyer almost ruined Spicoli. I mean, one well, three quarters of a year almost ruined that kid. And Herbert had Buffalo's old um, offensive coordinator as a head coach there for one year, I think. Or was oh, that the sorry. last year that? Uh, so let so let me see. But but uh, but you're he, saying he it comes really down to coaching. Good, he, he yeah, he's not in coaching anymore. He he was a he was a really good entry for us to get up we finally got dable the next year and that's yeah. when josh allen like the all the light bulbs went off like right you could just see it right uh and, and it and you know that's that's what you hate about having a good coordinator because every time you get a good coordinator and things are rolling you know you know it's a matter of time because that, that coordinator leaves that's why tyrod went there because tyrod was kind of his his boy Buffalo was moving on from him, and then they injected his lung. And that's why Herbert got the start is because they injected they, – they were supposed to uh, – for a rib, I think. 
Right. And it went too far and, and, and punctured his lung. Oh, wow. That's why Herbert started. Damn, I didn't know that. He wasn't supposed to. It was supposed to be Tyrod's team. Okay. All right. So, so I, I don't know why I'm, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. What's uh, the Giants quarterback that Dable's working with? Jones. Right now? Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. All right. So, I saw this the other day. I'm, I'm Googling it to make sure I'm 100% right. So, did you see through, what was it, uh, uh, through 50 starts or something, or 30 starts, maybe whatever, I, I can't remember, but through 25 starts, something like that, they had the exact same passing yards through like however many starts. So, Daniel Jones and Eli Manning, through like 20 or 25 starts, whatever it was, had the exact same amount of passing yards. I believe they're the same person. Well, did you see the picture with them with the pullover, the brown pullover and the khaki pleated pants? And like, what the? The only difference is the talent level that Eli played with versus the talent level that Daniel Jones is playing with is a lot less. Daniel Jones would, would be Eli if they had the defense that Eli played with. So, so, uh, their numbers through their first 40 career games. Uh, Daniel Jones, 40 starts, uh, actually 39 starts, okay, through 40 games. Eli had all 40 through 40 games started. Daniel Jones, 1425, Eli, 21-19. Passing yards, Jones, 8,762, Eli, 8,295. Completion rate, Jones, 63.1, Eli, 54.66. Completion rate, Jones, 63.1. Eli, 54.66. Touchdowns, Manning, 58. Uh, Jones, 48. Interceptions, Jones, 30. Eli, 45. Turnovers, Daniel Jones, 51. Manning, 52. By that rationale, if you look at that, Daniel Jones is going to Super Bowl in a year or two. Well, also, he's going to the Hall of Fame, right? Uh, well, I'm seeing... Is, is Eli going to be a Hall of Famer? Do you feel like two Super Bowls just cement you, no matter if you're a game manager or not? I feel like that's the way people think now. But, no, I'm asking, is Joel oh, me, the voter? Me, no, because I uh, guess Dan Marino never got a Super Bowl. Right, no, 100%. That's But he had all... I mean, he had all the numbers backing up, right. I'm 100%. saying, and he's, he's a Hall of Famer. But... But that aside, do you feel like – I mean, Eli's not the quarterback. Dan Marino was right, but he does have two Super Bowls. So, again, I'm not – I'm not – I'm just asking – I'm putting that point to you. Like, does that sway you, Eddie? I think – That's what I'm asking. I, I think they'll put him in as a feel-good a feel-good moment. All right, what about J.J. Watt? Do you think he makes the – Definitely. He, he makes the Hall Definitely. of Fame in five years? Definitely. Okay. It might not take. Do you think it'd be first ballot? Nah, I don't. Six years, seven years, eight I years. Think you think, think it'll take be, a couple? It's going to be that that build where people say, "Put him in." I feel I think like his career is too short. I feel like he's going to make it. His first. I've been wrong a million times about football, so this is not. I just for some reason I just feel like he was so impactful. Those years in Texas, like it was, I hated. Him, because we would as a Bengals fan, you know this Bengal. You, you see it, this batted passes at the fucking line of scrimmage. I he would do that shit with Andy Dalton and, and that tip. 
intercept it. My feeling, intercept it. And I'm. Not, this is nothing bad against no JJ Watt. It, he's he's an amazing player, but I feel like part of his success in that time period, yeah, w- was also Brian Cushing's. Like that that pairing, that trifecta of linebackers. Like what? Could you remember you them do? from USC? Yeah, I mean, what could you do? You and, and they they had this thing. It was like. You know, hey, J.J. Watt is is great about rushing the passer. You you be the main guy. I'm gonna take up some blocks here. Let let's 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 work off of each other. Yeah, I mean, he. I'm not saying he fell off, but he wasn't the same player toward his end in Texas. Now he got paired up with great pass rushers again, right in Arizona. And, and and was amazing. You know, I, I'm I'm Eli. I think Eli is going to be in the Hall of Fame. I don't know that he's first ballot. I believe his brother is first ballot. No questions asked. But I believe Eli will get there. I think it may take. I don't think it's going to take that long. Honestly, it's going to sound terrible. I think he gets there quicker, sooner rather than later, because of his brother. Because well, of his name, I, I think, think. But he's also beat he beat Tom Brady and Bill Belichick twice. Okay, let, let's just talk about this. Yeah. Let's say this, this amazing, I love it, the Manning cast. Yeah, I do too. You think of that 10 years down the road, mm-hmm. if they're able to maintain that. Yeah, I hope they going. do. I hope so too. So much better to watch. Your name value goes up so much. Exponentially. You like that word? Yes. Yeah, just by being I threw it on in there. the air, throwing it on. They show clips of Eli every week. They show clips of Peyton and and them two Jonesing on each other. Yeah, they're going to get on just for the love of the Mannings. So you think about it, like uh, obviously, does does Allen do a regular interview? Is it? I don't mean his after game interview. I mean. Is there somebody, you know, a a a, a, a Chris Sims, a, a a Rich Eisen, a Colin? Like, does he do a regular interview? With yes. Someone? Who's he do it with? Uh, uh Brant. Will okay. Brant's basement. Gilbrant. Gil Gilbrant. Uh, uh, the NFL Network guy. Okay. Yes. He okay. Gilbrant. Basement. Okay. Yeah. All he right. comes on every week. That's a big name. Okay. Gilbrant's a big deal. Yeah. All right. So you look at it. Uh, Burrow was in the press conference the week after he was on the Banning Cast. And he doesn't do like he does Colin. And that's about it. Like you he's very private. He doesn't so I think a lot of people were shocked he did the national TV interview, et cetera. And his answer was to to your points, what I'm getting at. He was like, Yeah, when Peyton Manning asks you to do something, you just you, yep, you do. I, I do yeah. Well, I mean it's I think it's the same with Eli. Like the Manning brothers ask you to do something, you do it. And I feel like Eli, because of Peyton, he may be a first ballot Hall of Famer just simply because of Peyton. Can can I like whatever? Yeah, t- could it's you half your show? See yeah, them being the greatest pairing of NFL commentators years down the road. They they could become the Madden. I would much rather them because I love their 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 banter. Their 
I love the back and forth. I love the the, the, the comments you're not expecting out of nowhere. Like, yeah, Eli, I saw your shirt off today. God almighty. You know, like, I love that. I, yeah. I don't think it's always good. To the average fan, I don't want to hear constant X's and O's. Well, that that's why I turn on it. So that's right. The, the games that I really have, I, I don't want to hear, um, you know, such and such runs the ball for five yards. Yeah. Yeah. See, you got there in the blocker. See, the blocker did a gap movement. What a gap movement. Is. Like, I don't yeah. want to hear that. All the hey, time. they were in zone defenses. They, you know, the, 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 you know, the safeties were, were back and now they know they need to run. There's people that know that. Yeah. And, and get tired of being told the game of football. I understand why they need to do it. Yeah. Cause you have kids watching, you have, you know, uh, New football fans, we're we're gaining a lot of European fans who don't know the rules. They're trying to, they're trying to. That's the expansion, that's formations, they're coverages. Go. They're just trying to. Yeah, we get that, but we we get it from the mind of the quarterback from them, and I think it's it's just it's said a little better. It's said a little quicker. They've got a joke in with it, they're, right? They're, they've got a guess, you know. They, Yes, I want more commentary from uh, you know, Little Wayne. Yeah, yes, I do. See, I, I, I'm, I'm that way too. But because I don't mind Peyton and Eli watching a play and them going, "Why did he do that?" You know, the, the, the mic was right here and he dropped down. They did a gap. Like I don't mind that because the minute they're done with that, they go right to Eli. What was up with your nipple and that shirt? Like yeah. that's what I want to hear. I don't mind a little bit of it's more football free, verbiage. It's more free flowing. Yes, I don't mind a little football verbiage, obviously, because it's, it's football. It's almost like podcast. But right, I want to hear. I'm fine with with two dudes or male, female, whoever it is. I'm fine with people dicking with each other. That's why I hope that um, you know we we've kind of found out that YouTube is going to get the NFL package. Oh. I, Okay, so little thrown off by that too, because we did an interview on on uh, uh, 97.7. This was earlier in the year, and I mean, I remember the guy saying, "Yeah, it's just a matter of time. Apple's going to announce this." Like he couldn't have been more wrong, but that's fine. I mean, it's not his fault necessarily. Just, yeah. but what that's going to do to the likes of Pat McAfee? Like, I don't think that man could have. First off, he's unbelievably talented. That's, but he just won. Them getting that, and he's already on YouTube. Woo. Do, do would you watch a Colts game commentated by Pat McAfee and the boys? I would watch any game that Pat McAfee was going to do some play by play. Bob Minery. Oh yeah, over here. Adult content. Bob Minery, because because YouTube has the ability. Well, there needs to be a to, age restricted. What? Yeah. YouTube has it. Yeah. YouTube has it. There if, needs but if, see that see how easy it is? I'm so glad you said that. That's why I think all social media needs to be that way. YouTube like at eighteen. <laughs> if if you try to watch a video like linked from Facebook or something that is adult content, yeah. It pulls you and says, This is an age restricted video, you need to log in. Right. So it takes your login, you verified your age, bam. Right. So I, I'm. I mean, obviously, you know how I feel. Uh, it, it's not a. So I don't want to say an argument, as in a heated debate, but it's it's a argument, quote unquote. We have. I think all social media. Uh, it, it, you shouldn't have a profile. This that you should, unless you 
18 or older. I just think it's just the gar pit of the world. Good, bad, both sides. We're not picking sides. You and I both agree that they're both bull. They're all shit. All <laughs> sides. Yeah, we're not talking conservative. We're not doing that. We're just saying there's so many lies out there on every side of the fence. It's so stupid. And then I'm going to having a daughter, having a granddaughter, two of them. God, you know, Lord help me. But, uh, Man, when I see, when I think of like a girl who doesn't know, and again, here we go down these wormholes. When I think of a, a little girl that's teenager and doesn't know her, like when I say her identity, I don't mean, you know, but she doesn't know who she is or how she feels and she feels so alone and nobody's listening to her, you know. I'd be damned, man, if I want her to find some page that says, hey, maybe you need to be a dude. Man, oh, I, this is I, fucking crazy. Oh, I definitely But think, you know what I'm saying. I definitely yeah. think content it hurts. split up by It hurts my heart, so. man. Not just for my grandchildren, just for other babies out there who just don't know. And so, back to your idea, I think it's fucking brilliant. There needs to be a adult-only, you know, like a McAfee or... or you know, I mean, you and I are free. We could do it if they needed us to. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, I could, I can do this. I, I promise mean, you. Honestly, are you telling me that most fans are going to be upset about hearing a few f bombs during during a, a game? I'm willing to say that the average blue collar football working fan wants to hear some realness. Well, I mean, I'm just thinking of back to how many games I've watched with you and how oh, many F-bombs I hear from you. Yeah, right, right. I'm I terrible. Just, I just feel like it, it would it would, uh, it would would fill it in where you, you wouldn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to... If Pat McAfee got up and threw a cup across the the room, yes, I feel like you would be like, "Fuck Hell yes!" Yeah. Well, that's and what then you don't have to. You're like, "Yeah, I got this." That's Fuck brilliant, me. Joe. That's fucking brilliant. It's it's funny. <laughs> uh, so Mary and I were talking the other day about we got talking about what's the the not, but don't you feel like right now, like a lot of games have playoff implications right now it's almost like we're in playoff mode. well yes I you mean, know losing doesn't make us go home and there's nobody you you don't hear of anybody saying well we're not even gonna play our starters because we got it wrapped up this year nobody nobody can do that wrapped up yeah ex- nothing ex- except the houston texans or the colts like they don't have to play their starters if well, they don't want to. i mean that's true but, but right but but so me and Mary got to talking the other day, and we were like, "Okay, let's try to remember back to the 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 most frustrated, or we'll call it what it is, angriest I've been over a regular season loss." And I, well, I, I took it back to number one, um, the year Andy Dalton broke his thumb. It's always Andy Dalton's fault. fault, Poor Andy. I love you, buddy. But when he broke his thumb, we were 8-0. That's 2015. The Cincinnati Bengals were 8-0. And And Andy Dalton goes into Pittsburgh, and they're leading, and Andy does what Andy does. In the red zone from like the four-yard line, he threw an interception. But when he threw it, he went to tackle the the defender that made the interception, and it broke his thumb and like cracked his wrist, broke his thumb. 
So he wasn't back for the regular. He never made it back for the playoffs that year. Yeah. All right. But anyway, but Who I had A.J. McCarron. I'm sorry. I know, right? Right. Yeah, that's my point. We have shared that backup. Yeah, I know you have. Um, so, um, so that regular season game, like that was the angriest I ever been. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> because I thought, at eight no, that just gives that this should be a lesson to everybody. We should never bet on a team to do anything. I don't care how good they're doing, what their record is. Don't ever go. All right, this is our year. We're gonna win a playoff game. Like don't do that because two days earlier, we're eight no going into Pittsburgh for our ninth game, and I was like, this is it. This is the year. Like we are going to win a play. We're gonna get that playoff bug off our back this year. That happens. I made a bet two days before that game. I guarantee you were going to win a playoff game. What do you want to bet? I'll pierce my nipples. Oh. So. You have pierced nipples. Now. I still got pierced nipples. I mean, it's like, God, dog. And, and and so when that happened, like, I was so mad. Not just over the nipple piercing, but I knew. Like, I knew when that happened. There's no way he comes back this year. There's no way. And. We got A.J. McCarron. So it was a double whammy. Not, you know, we ain't got a good backup. You know, we ain't got Nick Foltz. We had A.J. McCarron. And I knew, like, that. so I was so mad. Is he still that. in the league? Is he still a backup somewhere? A.J. McCarron, I thought he was. Um, That's an interesting one. Uh, uh, hold hold that. So, obviously, you, you as a Buffalo guy, you, you watch McCarron play. So. Yeah. Do you he, remember a stupid boneheaded play of his, like well, one in particular? He doesn't have anything on on his throw. It, it, oh, it's, it, it's he very, has a noodle arm. It's so vanilla. He, it's so weak. He he's weaker than who we have as a backup right now. Um, who is that? We have Matt Barkley, and I did I did find out, and, and this makes me feel okay. Matt Barkley took a huge pay reduction. To stay as our backup. Well, that's good. Because he just liked the team and wanted to be the backup. Uh, well, uh, it's it's he a, loved Josh Allen. Well, him, him and Josh Allen are really good friends, and, and, and I'm sure that helps. If it also helps, look, I stay right here. Hope he don't get hurt. I'm getting a Super Bowl ring. I mean, that's more, true. I mean, that's his thought process that's is probably true. that. I I would be that way. Yeah, like it's cold as shit, but I can hold that clipboard and get me a ring. I mean. He does a lot to help that quarterback get prepped. It's not like he has no duties. No. It's not like he has he has no say-so over anything. He's not doing anything to help the team. I think that would be ridiculous. I think he probably – I think film study and helping talk, like I think that probably goes a long way. I feel like they're almost like the stepbrothers, the movie. Because that's one of the things that they've asked the team if uh, – if, what is he like? Who is he like? if you had to pick a celebrity. And he said that Josh Allen is Will Ferrell. If Will Ferrell played football, he never tries to get too serious. He's always making jokes. When it comes time, he, you know, he, you don't you don't say he that knows the game. Right, he knows when it's time to joke and he can let his guard down and whatnot. Right. You, you can you can see it on his face when, when he wants to take over a game and you can see it on, like, you're going to see a run for 50 yards. Right. He's going to run the yeah. ball for 50 yards when he's feeling like he's got to put the team on his back 
we got to get these yards. We, you know, have you seen a? Um, have you seen your backup any this year? No. Okay, that's that's usually a good thing. You do a very good thing. So AJ McCarron is the quarterback. Are you ready for the St. Louis Battlehawks of the XFL? Awesome. Yeah, I don't know if he's a starter. I don't know what, but but that's coming up in the spring. That's what AJ's doing. That's hey, you know what? He's playing football. He's football. Yeah, I now, mean, he probably loves the shit out of it. Now, uh, again, uh, the show is called Unwavering toxic masculinity from the dude's den so i think we have to at some point every show to show some toxic masculinity that some people hate and they think it's just gross and everything else i'm fine with that okay have you seen aj's wife no holy smokes in the morning buddy i i would i would i bet wow you know, I remember seeing her on, hug him on the field when he was at Alabama, and now, I was like, mm. I was about to say, is she from Alabama? Because I have seen a few wives come out of Alabama that were aren't hard aren't hard on the eyes. Yeah, they say. fit they fit the uh, they fit the bill. Yeah, I'm going to turn the iPad around and show you Miss Catherine there. Um, she is a very very beautiful woman, and that's an understatement. Um, there, who goodness gracious. Yeah, she's a uh, okay. I got I'm being too toxic. I'm not, but I don't care. Uh, uh, all right, so, but we were uh, uh, we were so bad with AJ McCarron at quarterback, and, and so I think that year we we so we lost that game. I think we wound up going ten and six. So it was our ninth game of the year. So what is that? Uh, so we wound up going two and six over the next eight games. Wow! And we were eight and zero. And then we then that that went into that two thousand uh, that game where Jeremy Hill fumbles and the whole Pittsburgh Steelers thing and we all we had the wild card game one all we had to do was not fumble the ball and then we did so so yeah I had to get my nipple pierced after that debacle too so I think in the conversation was that was probably the angriest I'd been over a regular season game. So I don't know, can you recall that for you? Like a game that, I'm not going to say it didn't mean anything. Obviously, division games mean something. I I mean, it's getting angry. I mean, I don't usually outward show it. I mean, the the playoff game that we played against Jacksonville where we just we just laid an egg. We did. I think it was, the, the score ended up like three to six or three to nine or something like that. Ooh. I mean, it was just the ugliest. When was that? Uh, I don't know. Tyrod Taylor, Taylor was the quarterback then. Oh, so it wasn't long ago. No, it was, it was pretty recent. I mean, it, it was in our stint of where we're like starting to put things together. Uh, so I think uh, maybe Kelvin Benjamin was one of our <laughs> wide receivers. Um, let me think of some of the others. Uh, Kelvin Benjamin. Yeah, that was about the about it. I mean, we thought we were the man. We we uh we stole Kelvin Benjamin from the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, he was good though. Like he had shines of yeah. greatness at times. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, just he, not with he, y'all. He had the appetite that needed to be, you know, sur- satiated at the Golden Corral. Was he was he that bad? Sorry, he, if this he, is a loud noise. He came in no. looking like a wide receiver and ended up uh, basically the size of a tight end. So uh, he basically ate himself right out of the NFL. He was uh, yes, he actually, Kelvin did get thick. He tried to come back. He 
tried to come back a few years ago as a tight end. Did he? Yes. I don't even remember he, that. He uh, It was in pre, preseason. He was on the team. A team signed him. He was going to be the tight end. It didn't make the team. All right. So, January 7th, 2018, the Bills and the Jacksonville Jaguars in the NFL wildcard round had a slobber knocker of 10 to 3. 10 to 3. Okay. Yeah. We were the three. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, obviously. I mean, well, not being how, a smart ass. How many yards of offense did we have? All right, let me, let me, let's just look at this. Here. Oh, no, this is going to play. I don't want to play. Stop. Stop. No, no, stop. Stop. Don't stop. That's, that's like horror movie. Damn, I didn't want to, yeah, I didn't want to do that. So, uh, uh, more about this game, stats. All right. So, uh, Tyrod Taylor had 134 yards passing. He was 17 to 37. 134 yards, one interception. Nathan, Nathan Peterman, your guy. Oh, that's my boy. That's right your there. boy. Was one of three, 14 yards, one interception. Uh, well, <laughs> if he threw a pass, one of them, a pass, is going to be an interception. But, but, Shady McCoy had 75 yards rushing on 19 carries, 3.9 yard average. Not, you know. I felt not so, a very good average, but I felt so bad that um, Shady. He was also your receiving leader that game. Yeah, he. When we started getting good, he got pushed out, and and it that made me feel bad because because I felt like he was he was the heart of Buffalo there for a while. You know, he he was all the offense, because um, I think that was. That was like right at the end of Stevie Johnson. Stevie yeah. Johnson was my boy. And and just think Blake Bortles was twelve of twenty three for eighty seven yards. Oh, it was eighty seven yards. Was, it was one of the most electrifying games you've ever seen in your life. But he did have a third quarter touchdown, which was the difference in that game. There's the difference. I mean, you know, without that it's a three to three game and who knows what happens. Yeah, uh, Obviously, I've been part of some extremely shitty playoff games. The one I'm thinking of is is Houston versus uh, Cincinnati playoff game. And Andy Dalton, when I tell you these Andy Dalton numbers, you're going to just, I, I mean, you're going to know, you're going to know why he's so sought after when I give you these numbers. I mean, it is, I mean, without a doubt, electrifying. But while I look for that, um, since we're on the Bills, though, so, do you have this fit? And I'm serious. Like, I have zero reason to bullshit you. Okay? Everything I'm hearing about this Monday night game is, this like, game of the year. Like, game of the year, game of the year. Everybody's saying, like, this is the game of the year, game of the year, game of the year. I know, here's the difference. You've been a Bills fan forever, so I bet you can kind of relate to this feeling. It's so weird being – I'm not saying we're this great juggernaut. I'm just saying it, we're, a, we're a good franchise right now. So it's weird with that feeling because I know in the past this is two years. That's what I tell people all the time. Like, y'all think it's just that easy to just, oh, we're good. Okay, we're good. Let's just – no, that's not the way this works. For 34 years I've been watching this team and we show – glimpses of good 
And then we shift the bed on national TV. We go out in five interceptions, put up 14 yards of offense in the first half. Like, I've seen it happen too many times. So it's not that I'm such a pessimist. I just, I'm waiting on the bottom to fall out because that's what I'm used to. Do you get that as a Bills fan? Like, do you kind of like, I get some of that because it, I do, especially when I, 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 I heard a stat earlier that kind of really has me scared now that uh, that my coach is three and four on Monday nights. All right. Let, let me make you feel better. I'll pull this stat up if you want me to. The Cincinnati Bengals went through about a 20-year period where we were one and 19 in primetime games. So don't, don't. <laughs> I wouldn't worry about it. We were so bad in primetime games. It was it was uh, God Almighty. Well, I'd at least like to be even. You know, if we come out of this with a win, at least we're even. Oh, yeah, you, oh you're right. You you're saying, saying yeah, he's hitting. getting back on yeah, the uh, but you know three and four. That's what that's what his record is. Yeah. But you probably got to admit it's the 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 three losses I or mean, four losses were probably his first couple of years. It wasn't just regularly here lately. Yeah, but I just feel like that stat almost is like the Kirk Cousins stat. Like, you know, they can't win in prime time. Okay, so in 2012, Andy Dalton and uh, the Texans and Bengals played, okay, a wild card game. Andy Dalton was 27 of 42. Not bad, right? No. Right? I mean, 257 yards. Not terrible, huh? Three interceptions. Yeah, I was about to say, you don't really want to throw that much time, that many times in, yeah. a, in a playoff game. TJ Yates, the juggernaut of a quarterback he was, 11 of 20, 159 yards and a touchdown. He didn't turn the ball over. There's the difference. Like, that was, that was always Andy's thing. He just, I, in big games. I think that's going to be our difference, uh, between Cincinnati and Buffalo, it's going to be who who turns the ball over. Yeah, how do you, how do you just pretending you're not playing the Bengals? It doesn't matter. Well, it doesn't matter who you're playing. I mean, it, it's irrelevant. How do you rank your your defense as as far as your your DBs, your safeties? I mean, are are, are do, do are they a heavy interception team or what, what, what? Well, I mean, if you look at Poyer, we we haven't we have not lost a game that. Poyer I'll take starts. him. I'll take him from you if you just want to get rid of him this year. So, he's hey, he shit. Send him our way, okay? Um. So Poyer is is definitely a, a big big thing. I I watched Trey White. He's been back for what about four games. He's not yet. He's not yet himself. He uh, he's still relying on. Uh, he, he gets away with a little bit of holding now and then, right? Being a veteran, knowing how to to hold. Um. So sometimes when you look back at the the replays, you're like, oh man, Trey White just held on that, and they but, let it go. Uh, he didn't. So they let it go. So he got the no call. Yeah. Well, then, then you know, quote unquote, it's not a hold. I mean, we can look at replays and we can go, "That's holding, that's hold." If they don't call it, they don't call it. Um, Tyron Johnson, he's he's kind of he's boom and bust. He's he's he might pick you, he might let you go for thirty yards. Yeah, 
I mean, it's 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 a boom or bust. Who's your do 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 you like? I believe with the Woozie out, I we don't have a we don't have what I call like a a, a lockdown corner. I mean, we've got good. I mean, they're very good, but none of them are. You know, they're not. Well, I mean, Trey Trey White's supposed to be our lockdown corner. I do think um, our rookie has actually gotten back into the game. Eat. Elam. Yeah. Um, he's a very large, rangy guy. Um, he can frustrate he can frustrate some smaller receivers. Right. Your receivers scare me because all of them can match him in size. Um I I don't know what the plan's gonna be. Uh, well, who knows? I mean, who knows? You know, right? some some teams you you go up and you're like, okay, let's just jam- like um, uh, Tampa Bay is one. Anyone that's a timing, mm-hmm. you, you jam them at the at the line, right? Break that timing, right? I don't think that's going to happen with you guys because Trey, for one, Trey's not a jam jam you up at the line. Uh, shutdown. He's mm-hmm. he's a, I'm going to stick to you on your hip like glue, right? I don't know if he has the physicality right now. He he's coming off of the ACL, you you know that first year back, it, it takes about a half a year back for you to become, to to me to get back, yeah, to what you were. Um, we do have some big coverage linebackers that you know should be able to handle the middle. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I agree I, with I, that. I I, 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 I don't. I, I like y'all's y'all's coverage, guys. I don't think either team of ours is going to have a run game. I I don't think we're going to do it. I think I think we both have very uh, quick to abandon it. Quick to well, we're able to cover a lot of the field with our linebackers. Milano is a, is a. Is a sideline to sideline guy, he, like Logan he, Wilson is. He's a yeah, a lot of so tackles, a lot of. I don't, I don't see our, I don't see us having that success we had last week against you guys. We're not going to run the ball for an average of ten yards. Well, well, I, I think weather's not going to be an issue. No, no, it's supposed to be like forty-five degrees. It's not going to be an issue for nobody. And and in a way, I, I, I'm kind of better with that. Like it just you know, it, it, it but I'm also one of those. That of course I don't, I, and I mean this genuinely. I, I truly like because of it's so weird to say this too. Because of our relationship, I, I don't. I have zero dislike for Buffalo. Like they're not loud, boisterous, in your face. You know, like like you know how I hate the Steelers. Um, I've always hated the Patriots. You know, I just like, you know, I hate Cleveland. You hate your division teams, you know, but Buffalo is one of those teams that, you know, I'm like, if I lose, I don't want to lose. Nobody wants to lose, but if I'm going to lose somebody, okay. I like, I, I, I don't want to, but, but I have so much respect for Josh Allen. I love their head coach. I, 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 I just think like, I'm one of those also that, you know, if my team can't win it, you know, I don't want nobody to win it, et cetera. But when you, I just, I feel like there's so much similarities between these two franchises. They have both been shit for years, years. And how their fan bases, 
have stuck with them and some days like whoo it's been a chore but it it's so good to see both of them and, and like i'm truly 100 percent like i know that i i feel like we probably lose this game but i don't feel unbelievably threatened by not like i know that the Bengals have talent that being the wild card, first off, we not saying we're going to be the wild card, but if we have to go into the playoffs as a wild card, I believe in my quarterback, and I believe we can get on a run. And, and you know, so although I want to win, um, of course, I just, I don't, I feel like they have almost shit the bed two weeks in a row, and I just feel like if they're going to lose, let's get it over with. Well, I, I mean, here's where the game's going to come down. It's going to be the final score. No, it, it's going to be well, the trenches. that does matter, I'd say it, It's going to be the trenches. It's going to be your defensive line and my offensive line. And how can my offensive line do anything at all with you? Or is, well, it hurts. That or is Josh going to have to run for his life? Lel Collins being out hurts us terribly. Like that's that's a that's a that's not great. Well, with, here's here's the deal with Von Miller gone. Yeah, see, and I, I don't, don't want to see nobody hurt, but I, it's like okay, can I you come back next game? I haven't seen like that production out of someone else. Like they keep saying, like Russo's supposed to like take next up. man up, next yeah, man next up, man yeah. up. He's getting coached up. I haven't seen it. We we haven't been a we haven't been a menace, mm-hmm. and neither have we. Neither have we. Our, well, our most stacks with Hendrickson, I think he's got like six and a half, seven sacks. So but nothing. If, but if our center doesn't go, if Mitch Morris is out, and we're, and we're flip-flopping offensive linemen, people get penetration on us. Yeah. They, it's, it's, it's been a thing, and Josh has just been like, okay, I'm going to put the ball. I'm going yeah. I'm, I'm I'm to carry the team. That's the beauty of having a Josh Allen, though. I think he you can, can do that with Cincinnati. Well, I, I – I'm one of those that thinks, and tell me if you agree, I'm one of those that thinks if he does it, I feel Anna Rumo's not going to let him do it the second half. No. Like, I feel like this could be one of those here's where I see. bills go up 14 Von, to nothing. Von Bell becomes a spy and starts putting licks on him. And then our offensive coordinator says – you know, we, we can't do those those type of runs anymore. You're going to yeah. have to actually throw the ball. And I don't even know. Like, I don't think Hubbard's playing. I think he's out another week. That sucks. I mean, he was the – I mean, he was he was the spy on uh, – so, I, if, I'm saying, I think you're right. I think you do put Von – which hurts us kind of in the secondary a little, but it that's does. who I would want. It does, but I think you guys match up pretty well. I can say this – no, buddy. I, Eli Apple has been playing out of his can mind. Can you believe that? I think he does a pretty good job on digs. He's I, had a better I, he's had a better last three or four games it, than knock on wood. To me, it's gonna be who picks up Gabe Davis and well, the rookie the, and Cam whatever. Taylor Britt's gotta cover one of them. And like, and that's probably well, going to be, if I'm Josh Allen, that's where I go. Well, I make him shut that receiver down. And Cam Taylor Britt, he's a rookie. But he's he, not going to do it every time. Gabe's been quiet. He's been quiet. Yeah, you know, that's pissed me off. Do you remember the game earlier in this year? I had his ass sitting on the bench, 
strictly because I forgot. I think about this. I fucking forgot to go start. Go fucking set my lineup. I've never done that. Now, here's the two things I want you to think about. I had him sitting on the bench. He put up like 37 points that game. Of course. I forgot to put him in the lineup that week. I'm playing for our fantasy football championship this weekend. And I forgot that week. Like, I, it's, I don't know how I'm there. First time I've ever been in a fantasy football championship ever. So I don't know how this is going to work out, but if I showed you what the lineups were this last week in the semifinal round, like you would have – I was scheduled, according to our ESPN app, I was going to get beat 114 to 91. Like the projected points, when I saw it, I was like, oh, shit, I'm, I'm done for this week. Like this is it. And I couldn't believe I beat the guy like 154 – to 62 like I couldn't believe it and and he had Jamar Chase uh uh oh my god uh, uh I forget who his quarterback was anyway what's up with Gabe Davis like he's better than that I you know he he got hurt early in the year he came back he started putting up numbers and then he's just kind of quietly died back down so I don't know if he's actually tweaked it again and they're just not saying it if if I'm if I'm Buffalo's offensive coordinator, the two people I attack you with are Dawson Knox. That's our weakness. That's always been our weakness. It's tight ends, especially with Hubbard out. Logan Wilson's a good coverage, but but with Hubbard out, they can't pick up that. That's our problem right there. You're I, right. I'm sending people. I'm sending crossing routes with Dawson Knox and Cole Beasley. And and I start. I don't. I, I'm done with Isaiah McKenzie. I'm I'm done with him. He can't catch the ball. He's fast as lightning. Uh, but it means nothing if you got ball in hands. He's he's great on the end around every once in a while, which they haven't called in probably twelve games. So maybe they start motioning. Um, you know, back last year we 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 killed people with motion. We run Isaiah McKenzie. We'd run. We run Cole Beasley across. Um, yeah. Uh, I my favorite play. I would screen Cooks. We we don't screen. We don't throw screens. That's odd. Too. We throw wide receiver screens. Not running Do back not screens. Running back screens. Yeah, I I remember last year. Or maybe it was early this year, you know, through two or three games. It was so funny. It was almost like Jot, like Zach Taylor was listening to you. Cause I remember one time you getting up going, Why the fuck don't y'all throw a running back? Like it's fucking stupid. And it was like the next game, P Ryan went off. Like they're throwing it's, wide receiver, like uh, running back screens. And, and I've noticed they use them a lot more. I'm with you. Like, why? Well, it, that could be your best play. It could be your worst nightmare, depending on your your team, the team you're playing. But I don't know. Do I see the field well? Like, because I I feel like offensive coordinators are not looking at the field. They're not looking at the coverages. Sometimes it's just like so scripted. Hey, if you're a coordinator, do you set up in the booth or do you are you on field level? I set up top. I, I do. To me, it gives me that Madden view. It's so difficult for it, me it to get, pick that. It gives I, me that Madden view. Yeah, and I know that's the right 
that's probably the better. But man, I, I'm I'm a you know that I'm that fiery. I want like see, I want to be there amongst the energy and but yeah, I, that's probably the better. I want to see yeah. the field like I drew it up on the board. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. So let me read this to you real quick, but and then we can get on something else. So um. So I I, I haven't set the lineup. Just the lineup I have right here is what I had set last week. So I'm going to read you what I had set last week versus my opponent's lineup this week, okay? All right. At QB, he has Mahomes. I have Burrow. He has Singletary. I have Najee Harris. He has Juju Smith-Schuster. I have Waddle. He right. has – go ahead. Let's go back. Yeah. Right, give me each each thing, and I'm going to tell you advantage, disadvantage. All right, Burrow Mahomes. Well, gonna, to keep in mind, I'm gonna go they're, Mahomes because they're playing Denver and they're, they're yeah, yes. yeah. I mean that defense is pretty good, but but I they think their years for. just. I mean, now for. maybe Pride. I'm one of the, like that's one of those games they where that? they could come out. Does and, Denver have that? No, no, I don't know about right now, man. It's that's a bad place to be right now, man. God, I hate what's happened to them. And, and I mean, not like I'm a huge Broncos fan, but. Shit. I, I guess I guess we could say they get the interim coach bump. That usually gives them one game. Right. Maybe they come in there and go, hey, we're not going to get embarrassed. Right. But but I'm with you. I'm with you 100%. For that game, I would probably go Mahomes too because they're probably going to go off. Denver's a little scattered right now. They don't know what their identity is. So. Well, as a player, I always want them to be embarrassed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I get that. Yeah. I know it's on film, but right. So Mahomes Burrow, all right. Um, but slightly, it's just slight. Right. So my running back, again, the one I have in the lineup right now, I have Najee Harris. Okay, I like him over Singletary because I think Singletary is no longer the number one back. It's James Cook. Okay, well he has James Cook in his flex spot. Oh shit. Okay. But I've got. But you got Najee. So I, right. I put Najee over over Singletary. All right, and but I also have Stevenson from New England uh, down there on my bench, who I can easily put in a flex or at running back, whatever. But um, I have uh, all right Waddle as a wide receiver. Again, this was last week. He has Smith Schuster. I'm going back in my brain, and I'm thinking that um, the last time that uh, Teddy Two Gloves Teddy played, Two Gloves. yeah, he went to Waddle a lot. Yeah, that Waddle was his safety. Valve. See, that's another thing I've thought about this week. We're not. It's not Tua throwing this week. It's yeah, Tua. Tua love Tyree. Right. But when when so I've got Gasecki and Waddle both, and I'm and today I've wondered. I don't like Gasecki. I, I don't like him as a starter. Yeah, so, uh, see, the thing is, in this league, we have one, two, three. We have three flex spots. So, you've got QB, running back, wide receiver, flex, 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 defensive player, defense, kicker. Okay. All right. So, let me put it to you this way. So, here's my my roster. Burrow, Najee Harris, uh, Waddle, Kittle, who made a run Amazing. here at the end, thank God. Uh, Gabe Davis, uh, Vontae Smith, Philadelphia, who's made a tremendous run. Here last half season. Uh, Jermaine Pratt is my defensive player. Uh, Cincinnati's defense, Evan McPherson, who is – the boy's gotten too much under yonder. You know what I mean? Because he just recently got married, and I think she's, you know, what him to death. 
I think, because he's missing easy hey, shit. Hey, the wind. <laughs> the yeah, wind, wind my ass. Wind. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Um, and then on the bench, I've got Fournette, Cam Akers, who put up 36 fantasy points last week, and I had him on the bench. And I still won by almost 100 points. I, I, I do. I think you need to move him with, in. With, with Baker, that's a different dynamic now. It is. It is real. Like, you, like Cam Akers got some fire in him again. Well, I mean, He's that, running hard. The whole team put yeah. fire in him. Yes. Um, okay, so I've got Lazard, Green Bay's wide receiver. Stevenson, New England's running back. Washington's defense, who has played very good this year, and they're playing Cleveland. Uh, and then I've got Lutz. Will Lutz is a kicker. Uh, and then Gusecki is my uh, last bench player. I just, I I don't like Gusecki, and the reason why is they just haven't went to him. They no, and I, that's what I'm. That's what makes me wonder though. Is Teddy gonna be like, hey, y'all are my two security blankets? I don't know, man. It's got me wondering. They were talking about trading him early in the season, and it's just like they they've just abandoned him. Yeah. So he has uh, Mahomes, Singletary, Schuster, Brown, uh, the uh, receiver out of Arizona, Montgomery. Running back Chicago, who's a beast. He's a he's a awesome back. Uh, Cook out of Buffalo, uh, Franklin, the indie defensive player. Minnesota's defense. Uh, Mayer is his kicker, and he's got uh, Devin White, Tempe Jets defense. Uh, Jones, um, uh, Daniel Jones is his other quarterback. Uh, Herbert, his other Chicago. Uh, was, the running back, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Carter, the Chargers guy, uh, Osborne. So, and then he's got Cooper Cup too on the bench. But I think he's out for the year. He's out. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. But I'm in my first ever fantasy football championship. I. You know how excited I. Am? And the first time they've had this league for years. They asked me to come into it last year. Can you still pick up players? Uh, I don't know. Like you, the the only player I would look at about switching out would I I look at the next best uh, tight end Gasaki. I I just don't I don't think McDaniel's. He for one I don't think he uses tight ends that much. Have you heard him on the sidelines? You, you heard some of the yeah he like. I kind of like him a little. I like he's kind of nerdy he's and he's, he's 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 eccentric. I guess maybe a good word. I don't know if that's. But uh, uh do you like? I mean, is he the kind of guy that uh a little bit goes a long way? Well, he's kind of annoying I, you. I gotta, I gotta hate him. Though. Oh yeah, that's true. Y'all in the division. Damn. Never mind. Never I mind. I can't like him. Right, so, I, I I didn't like Flores until he was fired out of the league. Right. So here's another question. Uh. Baltimore or Pittsburgh play this week. Pittsburgh is all of a sudden, Tomlin's never had a losing season. Like, I don't think we just give me that game to Baltimore anymore. No. Uh, like, I think that's going to be a hard out. Pittsburgh never gives up a game in the late of the season. They play hard. They play hard. Right. So part of me is like, God almighty, if, if Baltimore – if Baltimore loses, and we you hear him, if Baltimore loses and we could somehow pull out a win, like that, what that does is it wraps up the division. Now we still got to play Baltimore, but we would be two games ahead of them, and so it would it would 
I now, just it would still be a seeding thing where we finish maybe, but or would it? See, I need to look at that. Let's say somehow, and I don't. I think we. I, I do. I think we're going to lose Monday night. But if we somehow pulled out the win, and we're two get and Baltimore loses, honestly, Joe, I think we could we could possibly rest players if Baltimore loses. And since he wins, we could rest players because we're going to be the third seed because the fourth seed, Tennessee and Jacksonville, cannot decide who they want to win that division. And they're going to be below us because of their record. So that sort of changes the dynamic. Again, we'll find out Sunday before we ever get to Monday night if Baltimore or Pittsburgh win. We'll know. Yeah. Do you think so? So let that be. Let's look at that real quick. If you're being, if you're Cincinnati, and you see, well, as a Bills fan, let's put it that way. Right? You see, Baltimore loses. That means if we win Monday night, we could wrap up the AFC North, and possibly we'll be no worse than a third seed. No worse. Who's that pair you up against? Uh, well, That's I don't know, the- but I can tell you the team I don't want to play. I, so is I don't want to play the Chargers. Guess, I don't think guess, we match up well against them. Right, uh, right? You're paired against the Chargers. Yeah, right now. I don't. I don't like. Now again, we played them last year. It was a different year. It was just a weird game. They went up twenty-four to nothing before we could snap a finger. If I, you remember, me you and Caleb were in New Orleans. I don't think they do that again, though. And then, and then we came back, tied it, and then in midway third quarter, Joe Mixon fumbled the ball. Nobody touched him. He fumbled the ball. And then the wind was taken out of the sails. We never, like the whole momentum of that game just changed, and we just never. I think we got to beat like forty-one to twenty-four. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see that game happening like that again. Um, All right, let me give you another odd. They're very stat. slow starters now. Yeah, uh, I would. I almost rather a start slow than come out firing on all cylinders because it seems like we. Adjustments are made in the second half the other way. But but uh so we beat the Patriots the other day, 22 18. Do you know that before Sunday there had never been an NFL game ended with that score? Really? I had no idea. I read this, I forget what the, the actual term that, that they call it, but um never been a 22 18 score in the history of the NFL. That's the first one. How freaking odd is that? Like that's I would figure it that twenty two eighteen. I didn't figure it'd be that big. I mean, that's six field goals and a, well, it was a pretty odd game. Anyway. Or, or, yeah, it was very odd. They missed extra points. It, the it, it's like no team wanted to win. They they, they really did not. Or win. or maybe they both wanted to win, but, but them some bitches wasn't doing nothing to to secure to it. Secure it, yeah. Like which, yeah, they weren't trying. They were trying, but they weren't trying. So Mac Jones, dirty player. So I watched a collection of I, hits the other day. I think I think I keep him for another year. No, what I'm saying is do you think he's a dirty player? I started watching. So he did what he did to Eli Apple the other day. The guy, who, whoever made the intersection, Pratt or whoever it was, was almost in the end zone. Mac Jones is at the nine-yard line and Eli Apple's running. Mac Jones is barely in front of Eli Apple. And when he sees him coming up, did you see that? Mac Jones just went to the ground and fell in front of him. 
trying to take his knees out from under him. And Eli Apple said, I saw it happening so I could brace myself a little. But he's like, that's fucking dirty. Like He's nowhere near the play. NFL find him. And so then they start looking at other plays. When Mac Jones slide one time this year, as he was sliding, he brought his his foot foot up. up. It kicked the dude the nuts. Yeah, I've seen that. And then when he had what's-his-name's ankle and wouldn't let go of it, like he was twisting his ankle. So here's here's the question. Is that the Patriot way or is that the Alabama way? Where did he get that? Well, they said they called him – they called him McEnroe Jones because he would throw tantrums. When well, he made bad plays in college. We've seen that. Yeah, when he made bad plays, he would do dirty things in the moment. Like, instead of, I mean, like, that's almost going to, like, he was so aggravated that he did something, he took it out on someone else for the other team. And I believe it was uh, one of the, uh, uh, Merrill Hodge. I believe it was Merrill Hodge or one of those guys the other day that said, 10 years ago, the next team that played him would have been, been like Frontier Justice, where they'd have been like, okay, all right. Like, the Bengals don't have to call up, you know, uh, the 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 Bills or Dolphins. They see defenders on the other team that play on them next week see that, and they go, no, we're not putting up with this shit. But here's what Mac Jones said. In an interview, he said, well, no, I meant nothing by it. It was just, you know, but, you know, I, I'm a quarterback. You know, we get hit too. What does that got to do with it? So it was almost his way of saying, well, because I get hit, I wanted to inflict a hit that's illegal. You can't do that. You get hit in about a foot square perimeter of your body only if the timing is exactly right. The bottom line is, because this show is E for explicit, let's say what it is. It just seems to me like maybe it's time to just call Mac Jones what he is. He's a pussy. Well. Like, that's exactly what I see him. I mean, he's acting like a bitch. We just hope that there's a team calling out the Jets that can uh, render some uh, frontier justice. Well, you know as well as I do, I mean, Jets, that's that's a that's – They've got a, nothing to play for. That's a hard defense. So, like, they're not – that defense ain't the same old Jets. That defense is ready to win. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they're nasty, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, they hit it. I would love to see a defender, a corner, a sauce gardener, you know, lay a corner blitz on him and just, hey, you know, don't do that. Like, Look, that's that's not cool. They've got the Dolphins and they've got the Jets the last two games. So, And, and as I've said before, it's – I mean, you know as well as I know, these teams get out there and they, and they, they play hard, they hit each other hard, but it's a brotherhood. I mean, that's why – one of my favorite things in the world to see is teams to go out at it and knock the shit out of each other clean. And and I love when a player makes a bad hit and walks up to another player and apologizes. Uh, that happened last week. Judah did it to Burrow. Like, all the respect in the world for that. Like, that's awesome. But after the game, I saw Judon, Evan McPherson, you know, they're praying together. Like, that's, that's cool. Like, I beat the hell out of each other. But then remember, after the game, you're I honestly don't your brothers. Really think of Judon. Excuse me. As are you okay? <laughs> yeah, I don't even uh, really consider him as a patriot. I mean, he's got you know. 
his first year in, he got paid a big contract. So yeah. I mean, he, he came from another team, so I don't really consider He's him. so good, though. He's good. Yeah, he's so but good. I'd love he, to have him. He seems like he's being wasted. 100%. I mean, he, he probably thought he was going to come in and get three Super Bowls, but you know, that's New England, you know. New England. I'm yeah. Go well, Belichick Atlanta. is he's he's acting like he's acting like a spoiled rotten titty baby too. Like I'm not going to change my ways. I don't think that's going to work long term. I don't think Kraft's going to let it work for a long time. I yeah. Think do you, he's going to get his ways changed. Do you look at Belichick as like a Landry's? Because I'll be honest with you, when Tom Jones, when Tom Jones, what the hell am I talking about? When Jerry Jones fired Tom Landry, I think a lot of people are like, whoa, whoa. Well, you don't fire Tom Landry. Go to him and go, hey, do you want to coach another year? Or what do you think? You know, like, let Tom Landry go the way he wants to. Is, is that the same way with Belichick? I, I feel it's it's going to be the way. And I, here, here's the bad thing is I think it's going to take – you usually do not hit two really good head coaches in a row. back-to-back. No, here's another thing. Teams going after big-time NFL coaches that have won Super Bowls and stuff. No coach has ever won Super Bowls with two different pro teams. Hadn't happened. So, now, I know it's probably going to happen one day, but this idea, let's go get Peyton, or let's go get this, or let's get that. You know as well as I do how hard these damn Super Bowls are to come by. Y'all went to four straight and had to go through that fucking agony. What a shockwave that would be. Put in the NFL, though. Well, I think Peyton is. I do think he's headed to the Chargers, and I'm telling you, if you team him up with Herbert, holy shit, man! But think of that shockwave. What if, what if Kraft comes in and steals that coaching staff? Oh, you know, writes a bigger check. Yeah, you know, for like a, a Sean Payton or something. Yeah. Oh no, see, I do. That's my thing. Like, if Sean Payton's coming in, I don't want him in the AFC. Well, I know like, like, go somewhere I don't else. Either, like, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, what? Think, think of the ripples that could have. I feel like I, this is crazy, but I feel like if there's going to be an NFL coach to win another Super Bowl with another team, Sean Payton's going to be the one to. I believe he's a defensive. I mean, I'm sorry, he's an offensive just guru but he's also an offensive coach that picks coordinators and defensive play like he knows how important that's how the ball is to well, the mean, guy's a he's he, an animal he's already picked his defensive coordinator that's why i don't think they're going to denver like yeah, i know it's new ownership but still i don't you can't you can't take you know you can't do that to man like yeah we they fired you two years ago but let's go back there like yeah that i don't see that happening but and, and why would you want – like, if I'm Sean Payton, I don't want to go into the quarterback situation. Again, they mortgaged the farm for Russell Wilson. That's what they did for Drew Brees. So they had nothing to work with over the next few years. San Diego – I mean, the Chargers don't have that issue right now. No. They're, they're playing with house money. Right. So right now – and they're, they're playing in that stadium. They're playing in free. They were not out hardly any money on that stadium. Like, that's a good thing. So, yeah, I think that's where he's going to go, and that's going to suck for you and I. Yeah. It's going to suck big time. All right, let me tell you this story real quick off football. I know we're bouncing, but um, do you know what? I, I I was talking to Ryan about this today because we were testing out some mics and stuff at the office. Do you know what a Mulan, Mulan, Mulan is? M-U-L-A-N, not the Disney movie, Joel. I don't think so from the name. Never heard of it either. Until I heard the story. A Mulan is a formation in 
ice. And it forms over time as a waterfall falls as it's coming down where it hits and it starts making a divot in the ice. And over time, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger, right? At, at the base or at the top. But as it goes down, it gets smaller, like a funnel. Okay. You see what I'm saying? So imagine a glacier. And again, I learned a lot about this the story like i didn't realize how big glaciers got like they're so big that people hike camp sleep on them and these things are two three miles wide they're huge you know well so there's a group camping in 99 there's a group they're at this outdoor wilderness survival thing with teenagers it's a two-month thing at the end of the the two months the the expedition leader the teacher he picks the best overall expedition kid you know throughout the two months and for the last week he lets them lead the expedition with him watching over everything and this young kid thomas nazar was the was the winner like he was the best outdoorsman he survival outdoor stuff you know old style camping so he lets him lead the first night of him leading they graduate thomas was you know like top of class so he's leading thomas picks a spot on this glacier it's flat that's where they're going to camp he has all the other guys set up camp he goes to get water in a pot to bring it back to boil so thomas goes hey, you guys set up camp he goes to get water the other expedition team they get camp set up on a glacier a flat spot and they're done and they notice Thomas says it come back. Well, there's only two ways you could go, like past us. So go keep going straight, like the direction we're going, or you got to come past us. That's, there's nowhere else to go. So they're like, all right, well, maybe he's up at the top of the glacier. Maybe he saw something. He's, you know. So they go up there, and as they start walking, they start noticing now they're walled in by three walls. So behind you, you could turn around and keep going the other way but if you keep going straight you're gonna hit an ice wall and on each side of you is an ice wall and it's like well where is he, he where'd he go we didn't see him pat he didn't come back down so where is the guy so as they start getting closer to that far ice wall they get pretty close when the expedition leader the adult screams oh oh do not move back up and he starts backing the kids up. And he realizes at that moment what's happened to Thomas. So he calls in for a uh, rescue, like a recovery crew. They get there. And they go back over to where the area where he said stop. Over time, this waterfall coming down that wall of that glacier, it formed what's called a Mulan, which is like a huge funnel in the earth. And if you don't know it's there, you could be walking and right down in it. And so they put a guy down in there with a you know, lanyard safety line. He goes about 100, 125 feet. That's as far as he could go with the equipment. He still could not see bottom. They pull him out. They put a fiber optic camera in there, Joe. 250 feet. Still. The camera could not 
see an end. Wow. And after about two hours, after the search crew got there, they pulled him back up out of there and they looked at the expedition leader and they're like, there's nothing we can do. I mean, he's gone. They had to call this kid's parents and go, that's it. Think about this, though. If he did survive the fall, which is horrifying when you think of this, if he slides down in that Mulan and just slides, 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 and gets to at some point the bottom, which like a funnel, got really, 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 really small at the bottom, he would wedge in there. And then what would the water start doing? Freeze over. Building up over him. The kid's body's never been recovered. They could not do anything. It was just, he's gone. I I know, let that, right? you're like, fucking great way to end my night, bro. Appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. It's the craziest of things. I'm telling you, it's, it's insane to think. Like as a kid, I would have loved to have went on something like that. I didn't even know, I'm 47, didn't know there was a, there was something called a Mulan or a Mulan. Like I had no idea that was something. But I, you know, I watched like a, a lot of missing person stuff. So this, where's where I'm going. David Politis, former detective, has a series of documentaries called Missing 411, a series of books too. So Missing 411 is the first documentary. The second one's Missing 411, The Hunted. He just released another one. And it's Missing 411, The UFO Connection. Because he's determined. He's like, look, I'm not a crazy person. But if I rule out all other reality-based theories with these missing persons in national parks, they're gone. They just disappear. Not like Thomas that fell down in Mulan. Okay, we know where he went. But these people that walk over here, hey, buddy, I'm going to go take a poo over here. Okay. And you're never seen from again. He's convinced, like, we have to look into the fact that there are other beings out there. Like, we have to. And now people think he's cuckoo. And he's like, I'm not fucking crazy. But what else What else could it be? What did else you, could it be? Did you see the footage of, um, there's footage on uh, social media of a strip club in L.A. Where like 10, 11 people took footage of something hovering. Is this the, recent? Yeah. It's something hovering in the clouds. And all they can say is. There's no, a, I did not. A, there's okay. a UFO floating above the strip club. Holy moly in the morning. And the strip Mary's club gonna had, love that. had those, you know, those lights that peered up into the sky. And it was almost like it's... Yeah, those lights that point up and they fall over each other. and go, Yeah, I know what you're saying. It stayed like there's kind of like this cloud that kind of hid it. You know, from you seeing the physical, you could see the light. In your opinion, was that just a a optical illusion, or do you think, holy shit, this is something? I saw it from several different views, and, and it all looked. It was something. It was something flying. It was something floating. Didn't look like a Goodyear blimp to me. Do you feel that we're we're not the only people out here? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, like I'm, I think it's egotistical to think no, it's just us humans and everything else is our imagination. I think that's if you. If you look at old text in, in ancient, you know, ancient hieroglyphs and, and things like that, 
we're not the first person to mention yeah, spaceships. See, and, see and, that's what I say. There, there are stories of them trying to explain to others, like leaving proof that this is what happened. This is what we saw. There's a book of the Bible that was 100%. left out called the Book of Enoch that talked about yeah. space travelers. Yeah, and I'm also one that, uh, that obviously, no matter how you believe, but I'm one of those, if you're a believer in Christ, if you're a believer in God, the Father, the Son, Jesus said, if you're a believer in that, then you have to believe that God just doesn't take the dead. There's books in the Bible that talks about, you know, God can pick you. It doesn't have to be. You don't have to die in a car wreck or cancer or something like that. If God wants you, he will take you. And I'm I'm one that believes there's portals. They're, they're just, it's just not as simple as, well, he just he's just gone. Like, and I don't think it's that easy. Yeah. I think there's something else going on out here. But national parks are a weird spot. These physicists went and they shot these these lasers. They set them up to, you know, this laser from this laser to this laser, laser like, you know, in a triangle. And where it went from point A to point B, point B to point C, and then C to A, were the same distance. But at one point, the laser took longer to get from one point to the other. And they're like, there's no way it's possible unless it's entering into something else. And like, this is not normal. It should not happen right here. That's fucked up. But the fact that all we could, t- like, you know, as a comedian talks about, well, this is made of molecules. Well, this is made of molecules. But when we touch them, we're like, the fact that nobody can explain this shit is odd to me. Like, it, yeah. it just, I'm just, I'm, and now this UFO connection thing has got me. And now, see, I didn't even know about the L.A. Look, strip there, club. Thing. There's a, there's an extra astronaut, you know, someone who went to the moon that says we found giants on the far side of the moon. Mm-hmm. And we and we saw our spacecraft, right? That that mm-hmm. had had crashed, and we 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 had for several of the uh, space missions gone up to look at it that was the part you know when we started going up there we were looking at it we passed over it several times and then finally there was a three-day exploration and he says yeah we we found we found it do you remember what astronaut it was okay i'll have to i'll research that of course that was the last mission we ever went you see i also find that odd like, we were in such a hurry. There was a race to get there. We got there. We went, we went. And then, like, I found it odd that we... All of a sudden, it was like, nah, it ain't, it ain't as interesting as we thought. Did y'all tell somebody, like, hey, we're going to stay away. Y'all have this. And we're going to... I don't know, but... We, we learned everything we need to know about the moon. Don't need any more. No. Yeah, see, right. I mean, we're what we're doing to the human body. What we're, I mean, right. Why would you ever stop learning about something that you've been learning about? Like, that's... That is very odd to me. That is, I also didn't know till today after Roswell, like there was a newspaper that printed that government officials said, yes, this was alien beings and they had to retract the article and they pulled that article and we're like, yeah, no, you don't, don't ever do that. And that one was never printed again. Did you know there was an explorer uh, right when the U.S. government wrote the law about... Uh, By the way, guys, this is how you swap gears yeah. without using a clutch yeah, right here. Sorry. This is how we did... No, I did it. So. Uh, about protecting... We were protecting the uh, the Grand Canyon. 
and before it got shut down where you could not get, explore certain parts of the Grand Canyon, an explorer went in there and supposedly found caverns and found Egyptian hieroglyphs. I did not caverns. know that. Even got the Smithsonian involved. The Smithsonian come in. They huh. they found giants. I did not know this. And then all of a sudden, it sh- it the area shut off. Papers printed about it. And now when you call the Smithsonian and ask them about it, they say it was all hoax. Yeah, I find that hard. But no, no, not your story. I'm saying. No, no. Yeah, they, they, brought, hoax, huh? they brought in a complete sure crew. Yeah, I could to, see that. Just being a hoax. We're fucking with y'all. It was just a hoax. We're joking. Yeah, it's not, like an April Fool's joke. Th- there's nothing there. Can we go there? No. Nope. That's what you know, the off limits places, you know, the places it is like it's odd to me. I'm not saying Elvis lives upstairs at Graceland. Of course, I'm not saying that, but it's odd when you go, What's upstairs? They go, Whoa, whoa. Nothing. Don't mention it. Nothing. Don't talk about upstairs. Like, I just think there's oddities in the world. Like, well, just yeah. why can't we mention? Don't say it. But I'm just asking, What's up, Doc? But you, you just wonder if okay, it's, man, it's because sure. they're so protective of the story that they built up and the history of man. Well, they have to keep the too afraid to let the truth out. Well, they I think they you got to just keep the uh, what what's what what like you got to keep the you've gone this far. It's almost like okay, well let's just keep this game plan what it is. I guess uh, like I, I can you imagine? And I'll be the first to say it. This isn't a political thing. I will be the first to fucking say it. You know what one thing is better about Biden being president than Trump? The th- <laughs> you never thought I'd say this, right? So mark it down, guys. The fucking things you learn as president, the past things that we're that presidents are all privy to. Yeah, fucking Biden's not going to remember any of that shit. I mean, you know I'm not kidding. Well, I think he's that's not going to remember thing that. about Trump. Right, but I, no, what I'm saying is he's going to run out and fucking tell people because he's that mouthy. That let me tell you what I learned. I think they were able. Shut to Shut up, him. Donald. I think they were away. They were able to keep him away from that though. Like you know, when he got inquisitive, all they had to do was like, "Hey, we got this new painting of you." Yeah. Hey, come on over. Yeah. Look at he's like, "Hey, look hey. at the model that's coming in it's today." Like, yeah. 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 Where's Where's Biden's the dumbass? Ain't gonna remember any of them. No, They're not know. worried about what he knows. Are you telling me there's aliens? Yes, sir. My granddaughter would had a cupcake party uh, one time. Yeah, me and uh. Timmy went swimming and he had hairy legs and and it was like roaches crawling. <laughs> I mean, but think about it. Like it, it is like Trump is the guy that oh fuck you know that man that's a secret area fifty four, and go at a fucking poker game one night walk in and go guys let me tell you what like shut up. Well, I think I think they were able to keep him away because they knew he'd be writing a book. He would want to monetize it. Well, he's he's just just it's his name, but it's been that it's. He's been that way since he's been a, uh, a, a the no, the character he has always can, been like that. Can you imagine him ta- being on a tour of Area Fifty One, where they they take him and show him aliens? He would be taking selfies, and and that would be in the book. You'd be like, yeah. And it is so odd how we went from the 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 self absorbed now. No, the man had great, po- but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the personality, the self-absorbed narcissist. He's a narcissist. One hundred fucking percent. Nobody can like, deny that. If you're a Republican, you no, supported no, Trump, no, no. and you you. It's not deny, even about that, right? And you deny that he was a narcissist, right? It's not right. even about that. It's just you can support a guy and go, "He's a fuckstick." That's two yes. different things. 
I don't look to my president to be the fucking moral authority of, I don't care. Like, I, I don't care. I don't. You think I give a shit that Clinton got a blowjob? I don't give a shit. Clinton was the last, we talked about the other, like, like, like that unifier. I yeah. think Clinton was that last president that tried Maybe Bush, but them two were kind of that unified. Well, Bush got help from from oh, from terrorists. Well, yeah, he did. Nine eleven. You hate to say that, but he did. Like the world yeah. got behind him, and that's and that's a good thing. That's what you should do. But but yeah, you went from that narcissist that that fucking just me me me. Like you would tear Area Fifty One into a me thing. Just how someone that who happen? doesn't even know who me. They is. don't even fucking know what's. I mean, it's like how did we go from that to the Two opposite fucking ends of the spectrum, man. You couldn't well, win. That, that, that's the way. That's it, the way politics works. It it's needed a, it to balance it out. It's like, a snap. Yeah, like yeah. we we went this far this way. Let's fucking go this way now. It's uh yeah, but I'm with you. Like it, it, it's. I mean, I don't know a human being alive that has that hasn't said, "Hey, yes, Trump did polit policy wise. He did some positive things. Yes, but he's a fuck stick. It's okay to say it. Fuck sticks do good things." Fuck stick doesn't mean you don't do anything professionally good. It well, just means I think you're he, personally a fuck stick. I think he looked at things and was how can this help me out too, and 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 it did it did drive things that helped the country. Which I say all the time. That's fine. I mean, again, if it's a positive for everybody, then I don't give a fuck what you do. Yeah, there there were some yeah. other things that was the me oh, me me. Oh, one million percent. Yeah, I, you know, I hate to say it. That's what you get when you when you get a narcissist it's it is about me 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 well it's still about me 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 yeah i mean it's like i don't know any of them that we have to choose from like today like again i'm one of those that thinks like uh, uh, as crazy as it sounds like i'm the one that thinks desantis until we find out something and I don't think we're going to see, like, I don't think you're going to find out he's fucking models and he's grabbing women by the pussy. Like, I don't think, this, but he's, he's a very straightforward, like straight shooter, but I'm fine with a dickhead. I'm and fine with an asshole I'm, I'm, I'm until you get that way. I'm personally praying for, and, and people are going to be like, what? Let me finish. Well, I'm, I'm not going to interrupt I'm you. praying for an Obama not Obama, you know. What no, I'm I know. No, I know what you mean. Not like, policy, but that, but that, that person that gives the hope, the I, reach, the like. We can achieve. No, that makes sense. I don't think. You no, know, I know exactly what you're saying. You're looking for that attitude and that lifestyle, or the, or that what he tells us. Yeah. With better policy, you know. Of course, I know exactly what you say. Oh, well, fuck. I think we're all looking for that. Then, if that's the case, I'd say I, we're all. Looking and I'm for also you looking for a younger candidate. I, I I truly am a well, younger, well-spoken. That's what makes me higher on DeSantis. He's 43. That's a great age. That's a good fucking age. Like, is, let's do that. Is. Let's do that and not, I don't, I'm not one of those that thinks you should put a age limit on it, but after the last two fuck sticks, and that's my word of the day all of a sudden, maybe we need to put an age on it for the first time ever. I mean, thank and it's you, not just Biden. You, thank you. Thank you. No, it's not, not just Biden. I mean. Um, you shouldn't be 80. And running this country. Yeah. Now, I, now we and you, and you both admit, you know, cognitively, and some 80s are different. Every, yes, everybody's different But you 80. also never know how quick it's going to turn. Some people at 70 are less than they are well, at my, 80. Well, my political hero, Ronald Reagan, we know the last year oh, was he, tough. Yeah. He, and he was great. He was fu- he's great, all that. But it was fucking tough. He did some corruption, but didn't yeah. remember it. No, right. But but and I mean, I'm not, you know, again, the corruption he was, is. He I'm was one of the, taking advantage of. I they think, all I think he was it. taking advantage of. Mm-hmm. 
I think uh, Ollie North and those guys took advantage of him. One hundred percent. They knew yeah. he was he was declining. But 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 I, I you know and and me of course you know I, I have a, a dear dear friend that lives in Florida. Like that economy is fucking. But he's like it. Nothing has slowed it down. And slowed down. Because DeSantis is like, no, we're we're not listening to that. We're not doing, you know. So I appreciate that. Republican, Democrat, whatever, you know. You to me, economy is everything. They don't let the noise in. One hundred percent. I think they're going to do what they want to do. I think he's that way. Like I think borderline. First off, I think to be a president, you got to be a little bit narcissistic in the sense of if I'm going to do I'm this right. shit, I'm going to do it my way. I'm right. Yeah. Like, yeah. and I'm good with that. Not the Trump narcissist. That's different. But I, I do think right now DeSantis is that until you show me that what I'm doing is not right, this is what we're going to do. And he nobody's been able to yet. The, I mean, like Scott said today, he said, just think about it. After COVID, where we are with our uh, after COVID recovery economic, you know, they had a fucking surplus. Like he's like, that's not an accident. He and it's not just him. He surrounds himself with good people it's not all him obviously you know you would agree every president or governor it's not just them it's the people no, they surround it's themselves people, it's, with it's right. your, your fucking staff like get good people and he said that's what he's been able to do and nobody points out is that is a cultured staff there's black women there's black men there's white women there's latino there's gays there's fucking let nobody points it out though and he's like it is like they're fucking doing it and it's booming that's what I care about because when we have money, let's be honest, we got hope. That's yeah. what it boils down to, I think. So, again, not a political thing, just somehow we got on the fuck sticks that we've had, and I'm tired of it. Like, I am, I don't want Trump to run again. I think what he did, personally, the four years, he did shut the fuck up. But I think economically, he well, did an amazing job. But I don't want to go through it again. I, I don't want to. I, I think he could went out on a, a decent note if he would have not just went with the election, the whole election denial, and, and just and, and still even just still walk to this day. Yeah, harps. On. Even just what? Even if you, first off, even if you think there is something, I just think the way to have went about it was was I'm conceding. And that's what I got to do. If something is found out, that'll be different. We'll but until it. then, we'll I've got to concede. We'll take it to the court. And then if you do, if you do, then by all means, didn't you fucking, you, you go forth and you go, hey, look, I, I agree with that 100%. And I don't know that I want to put up with it another four years. I, I just, I, I'm, I'm fine with whatever's best for the country and people's feelings i don't really give a shit about but necessarily but it's just going to be ju- i don't i don't want to listen to this shit for four more years man it, it seems like we've got like uh, right right now what's going on with our quarterbacks is maybe they're taking it from some of our politicians they yeah. just don't know how to say i lost or, or or just i'm not good enough i'm not good enough or i, I need didn't. to ch- or i need to change the way i do something or i need to go about my 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 habits differently or whatever the case may be but it is, it's very just, you know, if I'm not going to get to be the big boy, then, you know, we didn't talk about Mariota. He just fucking left. The guy just left. How do you just just walk out on your team? I mean, that that that's weird to me. It's, look, I failed before. I failed. It wasn't long ago that I failed at something. Hey, and you don't let me ask you, do that. You're in Atlanta. You're failing. Your fallback plan is Hawaii. <laughs> what are you going to do? 
I don't know what you're going to do. I'm going to go back to Hawaii. Yeah, well, I, I, I guess that's a good point. I got, maybe I got enough uh, money to buy a nice house on the North but, Shore. Yeah, but and maybe live the rest te- of my life. Maybe and, tell somebody though. Hey, I'm getting the fuck out of here. I don't want to be here no more. I'm done. I mean, I, but I do get you know, I do get that. I think he sees the writing on the wall as his career is pretty much as a starter. I mean, really. When Isn't he, that very titty baby like? Uh, it is, but when he left Tennessee, the writing was on the wall. He wasn't starting NFL quarterback. Atlanta, yeah. just had this. They had a gap. Need. They had to fit. They, we got to put somebody yeah. there, and and with a rookie, he probably won the job at camp. But but with, I, I do, I don't see it any different. I know NFL quarterbacks way more, you know, but that'd be me knowing about thirty to forty five days before I announced I was closing. I knew. Unless a miracle happened, I was going to have to do this. Yeah. That'd be me just not showing up to work one day and going, fuck it, nah, I quit. And leaving every staff member, leaving every customer, just, eh, I don't care. That'd have been, wouldn't you have, as my best friend, wouldn't you have went, dude? That's oh, shitty. I, you I can't do that, you. man. I definitely would have. Well, because you know that's I, not I me. I brought you together. We'd had to drink. Because you know that's not me, and that's not what I want to do. And that's and number one, no, you I, don't want me I to be would, looked at that I way. I would say that. That's not you. What's yeah, going dude, on? Dude, you don't what, want to be looked happening? at like this. Like, this you're, yeah, you've are you done so good with your community. Don't walk out like that. Yeah. And I did do the right thing. And, and like, I hang my head on that. Being a failure you, doesn't mean. Do your pink's closing? No, is it? Yeah. They're close at the end of the year. This is it. I, I saw a post about my last karaoke. It, Dad, I saw, gone, I was like, man. I was like, really? And that's a 12-year business. Dude, that's... 12 it, years. It, it doesn't make me feel better. I shouldn't say, but... It, it actually makes me real, feel real sad for that whole community. Like, that that was their meeting place. That was their safe... Yeah, I mean, it was kind of like I feel about my bit. Like, that's me and Mary. Again, this isn't a sob story. It's just no. we put everything we had into that. And it does. It sucks that you didn't do the right things to make it work. Like, you did many right things, but there's obviously a few I didn't do. And I think two things can be true at once. I think bad economy, all those things paid a part. But some people can make the decisions to weather through it. I didn't. And 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 it's a very tough thing to deal with. But what I'm not going to do is just walk away and not face the fire yeah. and go, uh, just yeah, and just up. hide. Throw your hands up. Yeah, like that's not that's not the way to be. I was able to leave and, and, and give full-time staff, you know, like when we left, nobody ever missed a paycheck, ever, 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 ever. Yeah. But after we're closed, after it's done, a month, I was able to give those six or eight full-time employees like, here's a thousand bucks each. Like, thank you for all you did. There's a bonus, you know, it, and I can't imagine not doing it that way. Cause you know, I mean, they called me, I had one out here on that deck last night, just showed up, came through and was just in tears. Like not having you as a, I'm gonna cry. Not having you as that dad, that is, she's like, it, it, it's life's not the same. It's, it's different. That was worth every bit of it. Failure, no, I didn't fail. If I made somebody feel that way, that's a good thing. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. But I did fail at the business. Hopefully I learned something from it. But I didn't walk out like a pansy and just leave everybody. customer. You were a long-time customer. Yeah. If I if you just show up when they lock the door, no nothing, like that's kind of shitty. Yeah, I would I would have kicked your ass. But also we're we're besties, so it's yeah. different. But uh but yeah, anyway, um, all right, I don't know how 
we went from everything we went to to where we got to. But it, it well, happened. We're back to football. It, it got back to football every time. So um, uh, I'm hoping um, uh, next Tuesday – by the way, my wife was looking at tickets to that game Monday night. She was telling me, she was like, I was so close, so close to just – buying two tickets and giving y'all my plane dollars and you go, you go you and joel come up with the other 300 dollars difference that'd be like 150 dollars each y'all come up with 150 dollars each and y'all can t- pay, take these plane tickets and y'all go to the game and i was like we'd have taken you up on it but i would have felt guilty yeah it'd have been hard i wouldn't laugh been but hard. i just said i just yeah. saying that just to make her feel better yeah but i did tell Mar- mary beth would have been most pissed like, I'm, I'm i'm still like scared to watch it with you like no. not not no. That, like not not no. that you're going to do anything no. inappropriate or i'm going to do i i the i just don't want to see the hurt on either one of our no, faces no joe you know listen, listen to me i am overly passionate about football but you know this know this going in it is nothing to do with my best friend and how what? much I'm happy for him and love him. What? I do it because fuck, we do the fucking dumbest shit. And it fucking makes me so mad. But, but think about it. We get a big play. I start to clap no. and do a little celebrate. I look over nope. and your face is like, just motherfucker. like, motherfucker. But that's okay. I, like, and then I'm like, damn, do I really want to celebrate? No, yes, you do. Because you, you're not going to do, you're not going to do, that's the thing. You're, you're not going to do anything different than you normally do, are you? Well, neither am I. So, as long as that's the case, man, again, I swear to God, if I'm going to lose, like it might as well be to my best friend's team who I have no ill will toward. They're a good team. They're they're run well. They're not prima donnas. They're not running their mouth. That's a blue-collar team if I've ever seen one. Yeah. So, that's why it's like, okay, I'm okay. You know, I don't want to, but I'd Then the fucking Patriots? No. But anyway, all right. Uh, love you. Love you. Uh, and we'll be back hopefully Tuesday. We can have a a, a a post game, like figure out what went wrong and where do we all go from here. I guess. Yeah, we'll have a better idea of what the playoffs are going to look like. It'll be it'll it'll be awesome. I'm I'm very excited. All right, uh, for Joel, I'm Kevo. Uh, in this room, always say full of God, family, country. This has been unwavering toxic masculinity in the dudes den. Much love.